Hello there! Welcome back to another great episode of Flirty and Fabulous with your favorite host, Giskia Randy. Today, we're celebrating the first anniversary of my little podcast, Flirty and Fabulous. Oh, I can't believe time flies so fast. This time last year, I remember I wanted to create a show and then a boy broke my heart. So I thought, okay, do I want to spend a whole day crying? Or I can always create something. Carrie Fisher said, take your broken heart, make it into art. So I downloaded Anchor and decided I'm going to publish whatever I recorded that night. And here we are a year later, 11 episodes. I know it's just a little podcast, but I love every single moment making each episode for you. So thank you for listening. I believe when you do something with love, your hard work will eventually find the right person or audience and I hope either my podcast, blog, or book will give you a little comfort and inspiration. Also, I have another great news to share. So last week, I received the first copy of my book, Metamorphosis. That day, I just received a bad news and my original plan was just again crying in bed the whole day then suddenly i received a small package it was the first copy of my book after working on the book for 17 months i'm so happy proud and grateful more than words to finally see my little work came to life obviously it would take some time until people in Indonesia can get the book but I just wanted to take some time to thank some good friends of mine you know who you are because of your love and support I could be where I am today and able to write the book but no today we're not going to talk about the book at all today as I have promised you we're going to talk about a little bit of my journey traveling solo a lot of people ask me what it's like to travel solo a friend even asks, aren't you scared if bad things happen to you when you travel solo? Well, darling, you don't travel thinking some crazy things would happen to you. I know some girls always want to do it but scared, so I thought maybe I should talk about it. Because travel solo for the last 10 years has completely changed my life and I hope it would change yours too. Even though it's really hard to travel these days, oh, the simple things that sometimes we took for granted, but things will improve and hopefully soon we get to travel again. So while we can't enjoy European summer or backpacking in South A- East Asia this year, we can still daydream, talk and plan about our next holiday. Travel obviously has been such a huge part of me. From a very young age, I wanted to see the world, study overseas, but my parents couldn't afford it. My mom said, you can travel, but you have to work hard, speak English, and maybe a few more languages, and that's what I did. I traveled solo at the beginning because none of my friends at the time were available to travel with me. I thought if I keep waiting for someone to travel with me, then I wouldn't go anywhere. So in the end, I chose to travel solo. I started traveling solo when I was in university. I was working part-time as a tourist guide. So whenever I have extra money, I would save them, then travel to Bali, Yogyakarta, or few small cities in Indonesia. Then after that, I moved to Malaysia with slightly bigger salary than the one I earned in my first job. I could travel to Hong Kong, Thailand, but it was actually in Vietnam and Cambodia that I had the real backpacking experience. 
I didn't know that hostel exists until I arrived in Ho Chi Minh City and the receptionist lady from the hotel asked me if I wanted to stay in a single room or dorm room. I was like, what is dorm room? But the price was definitely cheaper, probably about $5 per night. So I decided, you know what, I'm gonna take this one for one night. I thought, well, now that I only have to pay five bucks for my accommodation, I can use the rest of my money for tour, food, even drinks. Then I walk into the room only to find three guys were sleeping, no t-shirt, nice body. So I thought, well, what a treat. So from there, I started to use hostels a lot, which not because of the guys, but hostels really a great place to meet people, especially if you travel solo and on budget. I also experienced crossing the border for the first time, taking the sleeper buses, figuring my way to do some touristy stuff, or just walk around and eat a lot of food. At the beginning, I did mind to stay at the hostel or a mixed dorm room, not because of the cuties once again, but sometimes you get to meet real cool people. But again, mixed dorm room isn't always fun when some people, especially the boys, forget to flush the toilet, come back to the room early in the morning and drunk, and sometimes they would even make a lot of noises, have sex, or just crush in your bed. So as you get older, hostels not always fun, especially if you travel for a very long time. Sometimes you just want to take a break from hostel life and have the entire room for yourself, have a clean bathroom and privacy. And what's my best experience so far? Best experience, I would say it's always meeting inspiring and like-minded people. Obviously, you can't always connect or click with any strangers you meet out there, but once you meet the right ones, it actually will make you feel less lonely and then if only you're brave enough to open up your mind to meet new people there are amazing things waiting for you out there in vietnam i met this lovely canadian girl we celebrated my birthday together in this fisherman village muine maybe about three hours away from saigon we are still good friends in fact we spent about two weeks in lombok indonesia last february so it's a special moment like this when you meet like-minded people you just click with them right away not only because you have so many things in common with them but you also share this same point of view it's a reason why i love traveling and trying new things it's like finding a little comfort home far away from home or familiarity in a strange place I left my parents' house about 10 years ago with a mission not only to find bigger and better opportunities in life, but also to find home, my home. So for the longest time in my life, I think I always look for home, for comfort, but who do your definition of home would change as you travel further. It's no longer about the city you're from, but it's the special people you meet along the journey who change, shape, and inspire you. It's a little lessons, inspirations you take from these people, whether they play small or big role in your life, I personally believe I wouldn't be where I am today without them. And what about worst experience? Um, okay, thank God, no, I never had any bad experience, touch wood. Always, always travel with good intentions. I think it's really important. But I remember one time, so this is my first time visiting Cambodia. I didn't book any hotels before. I thought, oh, there must be plenty available out there. So when I arrived in Siam Reap early in the morning, my taxi driver asked 
if I already booked my accommodation. And I say, no, but you know, if you know any good place, you can always show me and I'll be more than happy to check it out. Then he took me to this hotel. It has two buildings, but the strange thing was the receptionist took me to the fifth floor at the second building. When I asked her if they've uh, they have any room available in the first building, maybe the first floor, because I just don't like the idea of climbing the stairs all the time, she said, oh, sorry, it's full. But then the hotel was absolutely empty. So I started to have this fear. I called my friend and she said, you gotta trust your gut. If you don't feel good enough about it, then move. Then I walk around, try to find a new place to stay. Eventually found this nice room not so far away from um, my hotel. And after that, I picked up my bag and just moved right away. So yes, maybe it could have been me just being overthinking. But I would say if your gut say this is not good or weird, something wrong with it, you just have to listen to it and don't be afraid to make a move because you're traveling solo in a foreign country. First thing first, it's always about your safety. Okay, um, best cities to travel solo? Um, I would say most big cities are safe like Tokyo, Beijing, Shanghai, Hong Kong, Singapore, Bangkok, even Kathmandu. But again, you just have to be careful wherever you go. Worst city to travel solo? Well, so far I never traveled to a place where I know it's not safe for solo female traveler. I know it's really safe to travel in Southeast Asia, most cities in the USA or Europe, but of course, anywhere you go, you just have to be careful. I'm really, really, really lucky most places I've visited, I always know someone there or a friend would introduce me to another friend who happened to live in that city, so it's been really great so far. And okay, flings, huh? Flings are always interesting. I think what makes holiday flings really fun because we're on vacation. We're pretty relaxed and we meet this prince charming or maybe not so charming. So it's all about roses and butterfly for a few days until we realize, hey, vacation's over. Back to life, back to reality, just like the song. But in my case, I never really gone on vacation with a mission to find flings. Usually, if I have planned to, oh, let's find a cutie, I never met them. So yes, it's always when I'm not even looking for or expecting, they would just come into my life in a funny or unexpected ways. For example, when I was on the bus going to Cambodia from Vietnam, um, I met someone and we ended up talking and continue exploring Cambodia and Vietnam together. Or when I was at the hostel, for example, the dude next to my bed say hi, and he was really cute. So we started talking and click right away. Also, there's um, this super random evening where a friend of mine introduced me to his friend and then that night I had zero plan to go out but I ended up going to see him and my knees just went like jelly when I saw him. There was a moment I want to I want to run and hide but also wow hello you're cute and the rest is history. Until of course the moment you have to leave that place say goodbye back to reality that whatever happened in that place, stay in that place, and you realize you gotta live your own way without him. I know it sucks until the next holiday, and then of course, next holiday flings. But yeah, you only live once, so when life gives you a cutie, take it, enjoy it. Here's the icing on the cake. 
Um, now speaking about what does travel solo teach me? Well, travel solo definitely has taught me a few things. First, some journeys in life require you to travel alone. Sure, it takes the courage. You gotta be brave. Take a leap of faith. It can be really hard too. But always remember, difficult road often lead to beautiful destinations. And Travel Soul also taught me to be more independent, to enjoy my own company, to be more open-minded and more spontaneous in life. There are some people who probably love to do several things in a day, visit a few museums, do tours, have an itinerary, or just make sure to tick whatever on their list. And there are some people who just love to take their time, like me. Maybe travel without itinerary and just be spontaneous. I mean, I like doing tours, visit museums, etc. But I also love to sit down in my cafe, have coffee, people watching or read book for hours and just be lazy without rushing to the next place. So the best thing about traveling solo for me definitely to have the freedom to do what I like. But of course, I love traveling with people too. Exploring together, having nice meals, sharing a bottle of wine. But what really turns me off though, when some people get in a bad mood or just never happy and complain all the time. Humbly, if any travel, you don't compare things. You don't compare that the food in America or living condition is so much better than in Cambodia. Well, maybe that's true, but you travel to a new place to explore, to experience, to learn, to take the inspiration and lesson, not to complain why you can find the best avocado toast in Phnom Penh. Or when it was raining cold and gray the whole day and we just complain all the time about the weather and forget that you're so lucky to be in beautiful London or Norway, for example. So yes, that's a little bit of my experience traveling solo. I would say 95% is always fun and the rest maybe not so fun when you see a lovely couple travel together and then there you are with your bag. It can be a little sad, but Don't worry, you'll get over it. If traveling solo has been something you've always wanted to do, but you're scared, maybe because you don't want to be alone or people tell you it's dangerous, you know what? Give it a try. Just do it. Maybe you don't have to go to Europe or Asia to experience it, but you can just start exploring your city and trust me, it's fun. Don't believe all the news you read on the internet. Always travel with good intention. Be careful, but have fun. Believe that you're going to meet the right people and have the best time of your life. So that's all for today. I know this year has been really weird, um, but I hope no matter what you're going through, it won't stop you from dreaming and creating. Things will get better and soon we will see the lights at the end of the tunnel. Once again, thank you so much for listening to Flirty and Fabulous. Um, Again, I have so much fun creating this podcast in the last 12 months. Who knew it all started with a little um, broken heart story. But then I managed to get up and the boy, I don't even remember him anymore. But the podcast is here and the book also soon going to be out there. So I'm really, really grateful for all your support and love. So stick around. Um... I will be back soon and we're going to talk about more fun things in life. And yes, visit www.herhappinessproject.com for 
more exciting stuff. Have a great weekend. I'll see you guys soon.